0: Hey it's two minutes past ten and as promised I have one of the most award-winning bluegrass artists I know and her name is Becky Bowler and she's from just not too far away from here from St. James Minnesota now down in Nashville. Good morning Becky. Good morning Karen it's so good to hear your voice again. It's, it's so- been a while we were we we're supposed to talk at Christmas and I got <laughs> the creeping crud. You did was it the COVID or just a, <laughs> a thing of something else?
1: No it was the flu it was Type A flu, they didn't even test for anything else. They just said, yeah, yeah you got the flu, go home, quarantine. Well,
0: yeah, at that time Get we were going to talk about your new, you had some new songs <laughs> released on your your Christmas album, The Box, which was a really yeah. beautiful Thank song. Thank you. Yeah. Thank and, you. And then The Millworker, when did you record that one? I just played it, by the way.
1: Well, we recorded that last year, and it released in August, and that is the first uh, of what will become my my first ever full covers record oh so uh, those of those of you who know my music at all know that I write most everything that we play um but uh this time I'm going to get to share some of the songs that have influenced me through the years and I'm really excited about that
0: so the Millworker, tell us about that how did that one come become a part of your new (sighs) album
1: well, I I love 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 James Taylor. In fact, my producer has cut me off at only two James Taylor <laughs> uh, songs on this upcoming record. <laughs> he said otherwise we'll have to do a complete James Taylor um, tribute album, and that's not what we want to do exactly. But I I mean I I could easily do that because I love James's work so much. But. Um we the band and I picked this song up several years ago because we were headed to Massachusetts, Lexington, Massachusetts, actually, one if by land, two if by sea. And uh, we were doing a show for the Boston Bluegrass Union up there. And I just wanted to do a song that mentioned Massachusetts, and oh. this song does and and uh, we just fell in love with it, and it's been part of our show ever since, and we finally got it recorded. But um this is actually from a musical that James helped write songs for. And it was based on the work of Studs Turkle and his essays. Oh. Uh, Studs went and talked to people about what they did for a living. And the, the musical is just called Labor. Uh, uh, or Sorry, it's just called Working. And it's all about labor and different jobs and, and how people feel about what they do and um, now, this particular song, I, I I actually got the book of essays, you know, Stud's book, to because I wanted to learn more about the mill worker, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find an essay about her. And at at this point, I'm pretty sure, I'm let, let's say like eighty percent sure that James just wrote this song, uh, just you know, kind of it's influenced by Stud's stories. Um but it's really just you know James putting himself in the place of this gal working in uh, like probably uh, a suitcase I think it's actually like a suitcase factory in the play is where this was set um so it's yeah, it's like you know kind of based on true stories, but not actually a true story so there's uh, so there wasn't um much of a of a backstory to to um to learn about. On it, but it's a beautiful song. Fictional history. A lot of people that, yeah, I've heard from a lot of people that it's one of their very favorite James Taylor songs. Ah. And it's one of the very few times, if the only time that he sings a song from a gal's point of view. And one last thing and we can move on. But, um, so in bluegrass music, one of our, our, um, legends is Mr. Chris Jones. And his, his mom, uh, he grew up in Chicago. And his mom was in the very first production of the musical we were, I was just talking about, oh, working. Wow. Um and And she wasn't the mill worker in the production, but she was uh, in that scene. So he remembers going to the practices with her, the rehearsals, and hearing uh, them doing this song. So it's just crazy.
0: So I have- <laughs> there, there's this
1: connection to the song and to the play, to the Broadway musical.
0: That's great. I got to ask you a question, though. So, you know, you grew up in southern Minnesota and St. James Medelia area, where a big, yeah. um, I, I guess, a business is the chickens and the, the factories down there and that sort of thing. So now you did a mill worker song. Is there going to be a Minnesota version with the chicken factories? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, no, but, but, so my uh, mandolin player in my band, Wesley, um, he works at Springer Mountain Farms Chicken, which I'm sure is a direct competitor of Tony Down's Foods. Um, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, Wes works for them down in Gainesville, Georgia, and he works at the head office. He's a he he says he's in chicken logistics, <laughs> and whenever we play at a school, he'll tell the kids that he, to explain what chicken logistics is, he'll say, you know, those dinosaurs shaped chicken nuggets he says i'm in charge of those <laughs> and the kids are like whoa
0: <laughs> well when you come out with that chicken song you just let me know and i'll play it well, right away
1: and and i there's a there's a song that Romy likes to listen to and i would love to do a just a funny cover of it for social media it's uh Chicken Nugget Dreamin'. Oh, really? And y'all need to go look that up. It's very silly.
0: Chicken Nugget Dreamin'. I got to put that on my playlist now. Chicken See, Nugget Dreamin'. Whoa. <laughs> Speaking of I'm Romy, how old is Romy now?
1: Ten. She's ten. Ta- oh, my and, oh, gosh. tell people, let me tell people real quick. Uh, tonight, let's give a plug for Bluegrass Country Radio Um uh, Romy and I did an interview on Bluegrass Country Radio, and oh. it'll air tonight at 6 p.m. Um, Eastern time. And uh, But uh, if you go on to my social media, just scroll down a little bit, you'll see a little video promo for that interview. And uh, Romy is wearing something that she got <laughs> in her Easter basket, and oh. it's very silly indeed.
0: Well, now, interestingly enough, Christmas time, you did a song with Romy... Called the Mary Macaroni Art. Now, did she write that, or did you just sing it together? I just thought that was so cute because she's just, and I thought, is another little Becky Buller in the making. <laughs>
1: you know, um, people are always asking her what instrument she plays, and it drives her nuts. <laughs> and she she asked Jeff, my husband, she's like, Dad, why do people always ask what instrument I play? <laughs> and he just kind of looked at her and blinked like an owl, you know, because. We all play something on both sides of the family. My mom and my dad, my brother, uh, uncles, um, grandpas. I mean, we all play something. And on on my husband's side of the family, everybody plays bluegrass music, you know? So it's like, uh, you know, eh. anyway, but I told her, I told her, um, you know, just just start telling them that your voice is your instrument because I tell my vocal students that, you know, your voice is just as much an instrument as if you were playing piano, keyboards, or, I mean, you know, stringed instruments, whatever. It's,
0: it's, uh, your body is just your instrument. So, So, um, does she sing now with you sometimes, or was that just a one-off kind of thing? Well, she can't
1: go with me a whole lot. She's in public school down here, and, um, and I can't take her with me a whole, whole lot. Um, it's getting a little easier now that she's older, um... (laughs) but uh it was really fun to have her in the studio and so she actually recorded the original demo for me um or with me on that mary macaroni art it was one of those nights where i was just exhausted (laughs) i was just doing everything i could to get this demo done and out of my face you know and then here comes Romy, and she was like maybe three at the time it's a really really sweet recording and i I thought, you know what, Just it's a, it's a kid's song anyway, just, you know, let her sing, I let her holler in the background, you know, <laughs> so cute. and she did great. Yeah. And and so I presented that demo to my my uh, producer, Steven Mojo at Dark Shadow Recording, and, and Mojo was like, oh, you've got to have her on there, Aww. and I was like, yes, I do, <laughs> that would be awesome. So she came in, and, and she did great, she was prepared, and, and, and Mojo, he, he's tough, he's really kind. And he's actually a trained vocal coach. That's what he went to college for. He taught high school choir before just chucking it all and coming to Nashville and joining the Sam Bush band and starting his own studio and stuff. So, you know, he's he I mean, he doesn't he doesn't let me slack. And I really appreciate (laughs) that. Um, That's what you want in a producer like when I'm in the studio. But he was so kind to Romy and and. and and so complimentary. I was sitting there in the studio, like, in the in the booth, going, "Oh Lord, please, please, <laughs> and I pray that this would all go well," you know. And and he turned around to me and he was like, "She's crushing it. This is Aww. awesome," you know. Well, <laughs> no, great. So she is one of. I have a lot of special guests on that Christmas recording, but yeah. But Romy is, you, you know, she's the she's the. Uh,
0: the the most special guest on there. <laughs> of course. Now, does Romy have an interest? You think to go into music, or she got other have other interests? You know, from from your influence, maybe I don't, she's.
1: I I. It's probably still too early to tell. Mm. She loves art. Uh, she runs cross country. We're trying to convince her to take up archery because they offer that at her school. Um, and um, she. Uh, and she's in she's in choir at school and also choir sure. at church. Um, and she was uh, she was just or her school choir was just part of um, a production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. So we have been listening oh. to a lot of Donnie Osmond lately, <laughs> and uh, she is all about it. She says she wants to be in another play, so we'll see where that goes. Well, that's great, um, and of course, she yeah. has all sorts of instruments available to her. I mean, <laughs> since she was tiny, I've had like a little banjo and a little fiddle, and and you know, little ukulele, everything. You know, and we're just not pushing it because sure. we don't want her to hate us. I did, uh, <laughs> I did, in, in um, insist on piano lessons for a little while, about four or five years. She took she took piano lessons, but I let her quit. Um, Still, I just wanted her to have a good foundation, and to this day, for me, I I still see the keyboard in in my head when I think about music theory. In fact, mm-hmm. yesterday I was working with the student; she's actually a violin student, but but we were talking about chords, and and I was talking about just a basic triad, you know. And and well, here's and I I I have a piano, I have an electric piano, uh but I couldn't. It, this student was online, and. And so I said, "Hold on just a second. I went and got my melodica, because, of course, I have a melodica. Well, right, think. Um, yeah. And I went and got that, and I was like, okay, here, this is this is what we're doing. You know we need these these three notes, and any combination of those on your fiddle will make the chord that you need. anyway, Okay. Um, but yeah. So yeah, you, so you, I just I I just love piano as a foundational instrument.
0: Well, you mentioned Romy's in the public school. So does she know that her mom's kind of famous, kind of a big deal, or doesn't she really even uh, think about that, or do other kids know that well, too?
1: Infamous, maybe. <laughs> infamous. Okay. I I just I do you know I I just I do my best to just be annoying um, <laughs> to her and embarrass her you know you know my, um, like a good parent should mom <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm not able to be involved at the school very much i um my, i did uh, through with with help from the ibma foundation last year um really grateful to them they they support uh bluegrass programs in the schools and they um they gave us a little grant so that i could bring my band in and we we did some christmas tunes Aww. For the um, for the kids last year, and just told them about bluegrass music and stuff, and um, so I've tried to like I've gone into her classes before, and and just as a solo and, and and played for them and sang with them and stuff. So I've been doing that all along. I'm I'm actually gonna sit in um, on their next choir concert. Uh, they're doing a, a mashup of the Crawdad song and. Um, uh, Cripple Creek. I was gonna say, Cripple, oh. not back seven. So like, That's yeah. not right. Cripple Creek. <laughs> sure. So I'm I'm gonna be their uh, their anonymous guest fiddler. Anonymous? Really?
0: Sure. Yeah. How do you be anonymous with that beautiful red hair? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your signature trademark. It's so gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Does Romi have that as well? The the beautiful red curly hair like you do. You know.
1: Her hair is, it's kind of a honey brown and Ah. it's very straight, got a little bit of a wave to (laughs) it. And, you know, and that's something like all along I've, I've, I've been like, okay, I don't want her. I mean, she's going (laughs) to develop a complex about things. Oh. And, and, you know, she's going to hate me for things that I can't even imagine right now. But I don't want it to be hair. Oh, <laughs> I've always been like, you are just as God made you. You are beautiful and fearfully oh. and wonderfully made. And 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 don't you ever forget it. And um, so, but I do have to learn how to help her. Like, you know, she's also in dance. And so I'm having to learn how to do dance hair. And, oh. whew, yeah. Oh.
0: So I wanted to let you, give you a chance to say hey to uh, your friends and and relatives here since, you know, we're in southern Minnesota and obviously you've got a lot of uh, kinfolk out here. So uh, go ahead and and say hello to maybe those who have influenced you, maybe you've played with, maybe your parents, whoever. Go ahead. There you go. Yeah, well, thank you.
1: I want to say hi to mom and dad and uh, Bells and, and Heather and Tracy and uh, anybody else uh, listening from out there in southern Minnesota? I love you all very much, and um, yeah, I thank you, thank you, Karen, so much for having me on. I, I really do appreciate it.
0: And uh, we're not done. Uh, if you think you're done, you're not done. I know? No, no, <laughs> oh, I- <laughs> not at all. I wanted to first congratulate you. You are being inducted into the Minnesota Music Hall of Fame. Coming out, I think it's tomorrow, actually, isn't it? it's tomorrow yeah they have the induction ceremony tomorrow Turner Hall I believe is that right
1: I think Turner into, Hall into all. Um, maybe Turner Hall don't quote me on that y'all um, I, I am so bummed I can't be there I got Aww. the news back in November and I was already booked to play out in the Washington D.C. area at Luckett's Bluegrass uh, which is a le- legendary place for our music I, I'm so excited that we're going to be there but I wish I could be uh, in New Ulm
0: tomorrow. Um, it is, it um, is indeed yeah, Turner Hall. Induction be- Becky, it is Turner. It's Turner Hall, so you are correct.
1: Okay, great, great. Okay, so yeah, so they have the induction ceremony tomorrow night, Friday, uh, April 14th, and then on 15th, they have, I think, their grand opening for the season at the hall, uh, the, the Minnesota Music Hall of Fame. They've got a, a big display new new stuff uh, honoring prints that's going to be there um let's see uh, i'm so excited that i am i'm um, i'm being inducted at, well, i mean you know in general i'm just i'm honored i'm so honored and um and grateful and i just hope that i am representing y'all well
0: but you know um, one uh, another thing our, you Minnesota said music. becky was that you were really excited because of the is it the composer of the is it on is it eagle's wings is, is, yes that's I going to look be look inducted look as well right and now. and you're a lutheran too so you probably grew up with this song right you're lutheran too and it was it's one of the church one on eagle's wings it's just a beautiful beautiful song and that person i can't remember the name now being inducted I'm as well. I'm looking
1: it up right now. Yes, it's 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 he's a priest, and yeah. I should have this memorized by now. But he is a priest in the Minneapolis Saint Paul Diocese.
0: Yeah, I can't find it right now in front of myself either. But it's yeah, like
1: so- Jan, uh, it's Michael Jonkis, I think. Pro- I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that correctly, Uh, so Father Michael
0: Johnkis. Yeah, Father Jan, John Michael Johnkis, composer, educator, and priest, so yeah, I know you mentioned that that was kind of a big deal, because that was the song you grew up with, too. Oh my gosh,
1: oh yeah, so we we used the Gather hymnal, which is actually a Catholic hymnal, but oh Ah. gosh, it has some beautiful music in it, and uh, we use that in our Lutheran church, at Augustana Lutheran there in St. James. And um, we would use it like every, I don't remember, third and fifth of Sunday of the month or something like that. And we would have a little orchestra, which consisted of me and Mom and Dad. Dad would play bass. Mom would play guitar. Sometimes Paul Hedlund would be on percussion. Um, some We'd have flute or... Um, Oh, man, uh, Bill Freitag would play guitar some. Uh, my brother, Michael Buller, Pastor Michael Buller, oh, wow. <laughs> um, would play bass sometimes. Um, anyway, it was just really fun, um, just beautiful music. I, and that was one, uh, just a, a favorite of everybody uh, on Eagle's Wing. So I really wish I could be there to meet um, Father Michael.
0: Well, now it says in here, it says the showcase is Saturday, April 15th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. in Turner Hall. It's yeah. a free entertainment, free admission. And it says some inductees may be present, but sadly not Becky yeah. Buller. Aww. <laughs> yeah. But you have another engagement, yeah. don't you?
1: I do. Yes. Yeah. So so Friday I will be in Marion, Virginia, at the historic Lincoln Theater. We're going to be sharing the stage with Hollow Ground, and that is um, presented by the Crooked Road Heritage Trail. If you all are looking for a really fun musical vacation, go down and follow the Crooked Road, which is Highway 11. So much music ran up and down that road back in the day, including Hank Williams, who is rumored to have had his last hamburger there (laughs) in Bristol, Tennessee, at the Burger Bar.
0: (laughs) So so are, are there going to be stories about you that Becky Buller was rumored to have her whatever hamburger or french fries at such and such McDonald's in nashville
1: (laughs) maybe i okay so one of my my proudest achievements in this life is that my my picture is on the wall at the jiffy burger in manchester (laughs) tennessee which is my third adopted hometown um i i consider johnson johnson city tennessee my second hometown um and and now i've been in manchester now uh for let's see i think we're going on 14 years being married me and jess uh and um, so I, I, I love Manchester. We're about an hour south of Nashville. If you've heard of the Bonnaroo Music Festival, that happens oh, yeah. about a half a mile from my house as the crow flies over the interstate. Um, <clears throat> so sometimes we can, depending on the traffic and the wind and the barometric pressure and all that, you know, sometimes we can hear more of the festival than other times. We heard Alice <laughs> Cooper singing schools out. Oh. And, uh, and, we, and we did hear the whole crowd singing Hey Jude, Paul oh. Cartney when he was here.
0: That's
1: um, fun. But anyway, well, but there's more to Manchester.
0: Well, Becky, you know, you are not only in the Minnesota Music Hall of Fame, you are now, you're also a an, an International Bluegrass Hall of Fame, correct? Yeah. I mean, so you am, yes. You were internationally recognized before your state even recognized you.
1: Actually, my shoes and a pair of my black horn rim glasses are in oh. the Minnesota, <laughs> or sorry, the uh, international, well, it's, it's the... The bluegrass hall of fame and museum in owensboro kentucky they changed the name a, a, a little while ago yeah if y'all are ever traveling through owensboro kentucky oh my gosh they have done a beautiful reno- renovation to the riverfront there it's gorgeous it's a great place to hear music um of all kinds and especially bluegrass music it's uh really close to rosine kentucky where bill monroe the father of bluegrass music uh was born and raised um and uh yeah they've got so so the museum up there has my um, my 2016 IBM award show dress Aww. and Dracula um, Dracula was I think he was my first fiddle um, he came in a coffin case and so oh. I named him Dracula we actually grandma got him at a, like a yard sale or Aww. something Grandma Malloy did and uh, we bought her for uh, uh, brought <laughs> We, brought, we bought the fiddle from Grandma Malloy for, like, 100 bucks and 10 boxes of Perfect. Oh. If y'all remember that soap, Perfect. Oh. We couldn't get it in Kenyon anymore. and so uh, But we could still get it at our, maybe Jack and Jill, or it might have been Food Pride by that time, at our local grocery store there for a little while. Um, yeah, so that was the deal. And then Dracula became my fiddle. Just an old stainer model um and, and uh so he's at the he's at the uh Hall of Fame <laughs> in Owensboro right now
0: I love it hey i got one more question for you so you said you're coming out with a an album of covers when is that coming out and yeah. can you give us a hint on some of the other ones that might be on there
1: well i, I can only tease on it right now um, i'm about to head back into the studio to work on the next single and uh, can't say uh. any more about it um, other than uh, if all goes well, we've got some really killer special guests that'll be part of that track and part of the whole record. Um, it will not be coming out in the, the whole album will not be coming out until 2024. Oh. But we plan to release a couple of singles this year.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you uh, let us know. Give us the scoop. You know, we're not that far from your parents. So there.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, uh, Karen, do you have time to play one more song after the interview or anything? I do. Or I do. I do. Yeah. Up? Yeah. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking, would you play Tell Me the Story of Jesus from the Christmas record? Do you have that handy?
0: Let me look. I will see if I can get it. Becky Buller. Okay, I do I it. Had a pretty special oh my guest, gosh, you so have I... Vince Gill and Ricky Skaggs on there. Yes, holy. Two very
1: special guests on that cut. Yeah, and uh, also that one. That's kind of an evergreen song because it works for Christmas, but it also works for Easter, which we you know just, just had. Have...
0: Becky, um, how do you get so to I... hang out with people like Vince Gill and Ricky Skaggs? I mean, come on, that's like <laughs> you're a big time girl.
1: Well. <laughs> Um, it's, uh, the grace of God, definitely. I mean, cause I, I, you know, I keep telling myself, well, stranger things have happened. Like I'll, I'll, I'll want to do something and I'll think, you know, I probably can't, I probably won't get to do that, but then I'll, I'll pull myself back and I'll tell you, well, stranger things have happened. I, you know, I got to. I got to sing a song with Vince
0: Well, here we go, oh, Becky. Your next yeah, one's do, do Dolly Parton, and I think you should do Willie Nelson while he's still around.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh man, I have not gotten to meet Dolly uh, or Willie. Oh. Now, Dolly Parton did hug my baby. Oh. We were on stage at the 2019 Newport Folk Festival. It was there. Um, it was a historic event. Uh, night because it was the first time they had an all-female headline act for Saturday night. And it was uh, curated by Brandy Carlisle and she brought Cheryl Crow and Linda Perry and Amanda Shires. Um, the, uh, all the high women were there yeah. and then they invited the uh, oh uh, Yola was there. She's kicking really high right now. That was the first time I got to meet her. And, um, but they invited the first lady the bluegrass, which I'm part of to, thing sisters are doing it for themselves and then the finale was was uh, nine to five with dolly and so we all got out there to sing with her and i had brought romey because i was like you know this is like this is a historic thing i want Romy to remember Aww. this i just i just really feel like I, I need to have her there and i had her on my hip and and it, she was pretty heavy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was and the song went on and on and on, and it, and it was awesome. But, so I set her down, and then I, I turned for just a split second. And in that split second, Dolly came walking off stage, hugged Romy, Aww. and then you know proceeded to, to leave the stage. And, and I turned back around, and Romy's crying. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, her rhinestones hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? And we got off stage. And then she, she told me Dolly Parton hugged me. She hugged all the kids on stage. Oh, funny. And I said, well, how many kids were on stage? I mean, it was sensory yeah. overload for all of us. And she's like, just two, Mercy and me. <laughs> oh, so Mercy is uh, Amanda Shires and Jason Isabel's daughter. And she's like. I don't know, like four years younger than Romy or something. Oh. Um, and uh, anyway, so yeah, so
0: Dolly Parton hugged my baby. That's awesome. Well, too, we—I've got another segment coming, but I do want to play your song. You wanted me—is this one you wrote? Tell me the story of Jesus. Is this one you wrote? No, okay. I wish I had. This is a beautiful Fanny Crosby hymn. Okay, we're—we're going to end the interview with that. And congratulations on being named into the Minnesota Music Hall of Fame. We and thank you for talking with us. It's always All a delight. Right, bye. 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 Ooh